Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. Uh, this is show number five, and tonight we have a guest. His name is Graham, uh, and he's just started a podcast about building his own cameras. We have some emails to discuss and a frustrating time at a car show and in a graveyard. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to uh, the podcast. This is show number five. And tonight's guest, uh, we have Graham Young. Um, and Graham is a camera builder. He, bu- he builds his own cameras, uh, and he's built some pinhole cameras, too. And he just started a podcast called Homemade Camera Podcast. And that uh, first uh, just came out on April the 7th, Graham? Yep. April 7th yeah. was our debut, yes. Yeah, so he's going to talk to us tonight about uh, a little bit about building uh, building your own pinhole sure. camera. So if you want to let everybody know a little bit about yourself, Graham. Sure. Yeah, um, I, uh, I've been building uh, pinhole cameras since, uh, since I was in, in junior high. I'm going to say junior high rather than middle <laughs> school because it was junior high when I was in it. Right. Um, and um, uh, we, we built, um, you know, pinhole cameras, you know, the – those classic pinhole cameras done with the oatmeal box. That's what um, I did. Yeah. Yeah. And we did paper negatives. We mm-hmm. cut down a four by five sheet into a circle and, uh, and we did a, did a lot of that. Um, and, uh, the, um, the teacher had a, had a dark room. My, my classroom had a dark room in it. Uh, so we did a lot, did a lot wow. of work. Um, and then, uh, so, so I had pinhole cameras kind of in the, back of my mind as I went, you know, to, uh, went, went off to college and it went to high school, went off to college and, uh, studied, um, art. And, uh, I, uh, almost had a minor in photography, except I would have had to take a couple more classes and you know, uh, it's time to, time to graduate. So, um, so I came back to, to making pinholes probably, pinhole cameras um and making my own pinholes uh, in fact um uh probably about three or four years ago and uh you know so i built everything from you know wooden pinhole cameras uh use 120 film and you know our uh six by 12 cameras those types of things mm-hmm. um and all the way down to matchbox matchbox pinholes and I, I love cool. the Matchbox pinhole. I'll, I'll build two or three of those and put them in my pocket and, and go through all three rolls in a day. <laughs> wow. Right. Those, those are a whole lot of fun. So, yeah. Uh, so I built a lot. I've, uh, I bought pinholes. Um, I really like the availability of the laser drilled, precise, exact pinholes that you can get today. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, those are the, I use yeah. those too. I, I ordered some from James. Uh, from reality, reality sure. so subtle. Sure, I've uh, I've gotten a bunch um, on eBay, uh, and unfortunately, I can't remember what the seller's name was. But if you go on and search pinholes, you'll see some that are are like silver discs, and yeah. uh, and yeah. I I probably have six or eight of those, uh, and I right. just just ordered uh, a couple uh, not too long ago, and and those are really nice pinholes. <laughs> so right um cool i've been using those myself 
Yeah. Those ones you're describing, the silver discs. Right. I think they're from the same cellar up in the Northeast. Yeah. Uh, somewhere in Massachusetts, I think. So. Yes, that's yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll vouch for those. Yeah. I, I will as well. I use them in my pinholgas. One of the, one of the uh, places I got some pinholes before also on eBay. Uh, and I looked recently and uh, cause I was going to buy some more, but um, couldn't find them was uh, handmade pinholes from a guy named pinhole Billy. And um, hmm. uh, I got like a set. And um, so, y- y- you know, from three millimeters all the way up to uh, probably seven or, you know, or, sorry, three tenths of a millimeter all the way up to like um, three quarters of a millimeter. And mm-hmm. um, right. uh, and those were really nicely done as well. Uh, but I, I don't know. I couldn't find any of his stuff uh, available anymore. Cool. Well, I, I don't, how have um, so I've built a camera. Uh, I'd apply what I made a sixteen by yeah. twenty, <laughs> and I have uh, yeah. I got I I'm starting over on that one actually. I have to. Uh, I might not have to start over. I have to come up with a better way for the lid. Sure. Like making the lid light tight. When I made it, just a little bit too big, and I had some of that, uh, um like aluminum foil tape that's like black right side yeah yeah i had some of that and i had to put the put the paper and put the lid on and then go around the outside edge of the of the lid that goes on top of the box uh, with that black uh aluminum foil tape and uh yeah. it worked but it's that stuff is expensive and i mean i'm going through probably three feet of it or four feet of it every time you know like i open and close it so i was like eh i gotta come up with another yeah. plan but one, one of the problems with that tape because i've used that several times um and one of the problems with that tape is because it's aluminum, it'll get pinholes itself. And, mm. uh, and then in the right, creases, right. So you got to really be gentle with it. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't do really good with pulling on and taking off and pushing into <laughs> right. like 90 degree angles. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Yeah, it doesn't, <laughs> it's, it's, it doesn't do when good. it's, when it's nice and flat, it works really well, but, um, yeah, sure. mm-hmm. in the creases, uh, so uh, one of the things that I would suggest for that actually would be uh, gaffer's tape. Um, I have yeah, some of that. And here's the thing about gaffer's tape is gaffer's tape is not light tight in one layer, but in two layers, it is light tight. Um, right, I, go ahead. No, no, I'm sorry. I, no, I was sorry. just going to, I was just going to say, I found that out the hard way several times. <laughs> oh Yeah. I got some stuff that's that's uh, actually it's called I don't think it's gaffer it might be gaffer's tape I'm not sure but it's 3M photograph oh yeah yeah photography tape photographic tape the black yeah that's stuff. the paper tape yeah yeah that that they say that's supposed to be like tight so I've been using that and I haven't had any problems with that yeah so. I, I got a roll of that and it and it like almost had no adhesive on it so I'll, I haven't used it much but I'm gonna uh, gonna use it wow. um, use it some more. I just built just yeah. built a camera today and uh so I'm going to take it out shooting tomorrow. And yeah, I built one just the other day and I used I used it uh I used a uh, a uh, Mr. Peanut. Oh, <laughs> Peanut a rectangle that fits uh a 5 by uh-huh. 7 just fits 5 oh, by nice. 7. Um and I used it around I used that tape for my shutter. Okay. And I used the tape to wrap around uh, the the lid that goes over top of it because it only closes about I don't know, half an inch. It only 
covers each, right. you know, go, goes over each other about half an inch when you drop it on top. And uh, so I was like, I don't know. I'm just going to, so I just took the tape and just wrapped it around it. But I pulled it uh-huh. on off. I have a little dark room in my garage. So I went in and put a piece of x-ray film in it and went outside and made a picture with it. Uh, and came back in and pulled it off and put another piece in and zipped it up and went back outside and took a picture. And I've taken it on and off two or three times. And the stuff I got is still, is still pretty huh. sticky. So. I wonder if I got a bum roll. Yeah. Maybe I mean like the one I have, the one that I have actually says 3M inside yeah. of it. It's, the, it's not just like a regular, you know. It's actually like a 3M brand. So I don't know if that right. Makes a yeah, difference. mine does too. But you know, it, things can be, you know, knocked off. Uh, so yeah, sure. And if it's old or stored in a in a really hot environment, I'm yeah, like, that could be add something to it. No, that could be. Knows? Here's the deal: was uh, they talked about it on the FPP, and I ordered it from somebody uh-huh. on Amazon. <laughs> I should have probably ordered because I saved a couple of bucks. I probably should have ordered it right. Right from the FPP. You know, <laughs> that's what you get for saving a couple yeah. of bucks, right? <laughs> yeah. So go shop at the right. FPP. Right. <laughs> yeah, cool. So what? As far as is there anything in particular that you look for in a container or a yeah. design for well, a pinhole camera, or is you just kind yeah. of? Because I'm just kind of like I see a little tin. I'm like, oh man, this thing this would work perfect, right. You know, and then just go right. from there. Yeah, well, there are a couple of things. Um, you know, if, if you're looking at for something like that's small and pocketable, um, you're just looking for, uh, you know, a rectangle. You know, this is I'm thinking of, you know, like 35 millimeters. Mm-hmm. Oh, gotcha. Um, so you, you want something that has a, a vertical dimension of one inch because that's right about 35 millimeter. So, um, y- you know, that's uh, and then whatever it is in length that's what you get. You know, you don't have to go 24 by 36 millimeters uh-huh. or anything like that. Yeah. So, so like one of the things that I have is uh, I use Harry's razors uh-huh. and I got a Harry's razor, the actual razor that came in a box that is, it's just over an inch and it's about seven inches long, six or seven inches long. And that was perfect I just never got it light tight, uh, <laughs> <right>. uh, <laughs> but that was perfect. And, and all I do with that is like, I, um, I, I do it like you, you would do a matchbox pinhole where you're going from a 35 millimeter cartridge to another 35 millimeter cartridge. Mm-hmm. And those right. actually sit outside of the box. And yeah, then yeah. I just, just wrap a layer, a couple layers of, of um, uh, electrical tape around that joint mm-hmm. Um, and that and that allows the the film to 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 go through pretty okay, and and the light not to be um, to be done. So well, here's let me uh, I'll I'll say it. You know, so that's for 35 millimeter. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things that I'm looking for is odd shapes. Um, I want you know, okay, so we've got six by six. Mm-hmm. We can get a six by six camera. We don't have to build them. Um, you know, six, four, five is a, is a really nice format. We can, we can get those. Uh, the, the camera that I built today is a six by three. Wow. And here's, and here's the logic. Okay. So you have that on the backing paper for the, uh, for one twenty. you get, you know, the, the six, uh, the six by six uh-huh. numbers right in the center. Well, if I show, if I have a window for that twice and a six by three slot for it to go through, mm-hmm. um, then I can 
you know, I can shoot 24 shots on a 120 roll. Oh, oh wow. And it's that one to two panorama, like the six yeah. by 12. Right. And it's, it's high enough resolution, um, you know, being, it, it comes out to, I think I designed it where it's 24 millimeters wide, but uh, let me see, hang on a second. It's yeah, about 20, 23, 24 millimeters wide by um, 54 uh, millimeters tall. Uh-huh. So, the, so it's, so it's a little bit less than the full size of the film. So then do you have a, so if the camera is sitting horizontal, you're actually shooting in portrait landscape. Right. And when you turn it the other, in portrait landscape, you're actually shooting horizontal, like a landscape orientation, right? Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, and here's the deal is I actually made it, in, made the whole camera itself into kind of a, a square box, like maybe a Mamiya 645 would be a good uh-huh. analogous. And so that you can shoot at portrait or you can shoot at landscape. Uh-huh. And, and I'm probably the only person out there with a six by 12 camera that shoots portrait, but I like <laughs> it, <laughs> you know, um, whatever so, floats your boat, man, yes, whatever. Right, right. Exactly. So, so that's, uh, so I've got it. So it'll go either way. And, um, uh, and I made this, I made this camera, this particular camera, uh, I did on a 3d printer. Um, I'm, I'm lucky enough. I teach at a community college. I teach web design and graphic design at a community college. Uh-huh. And, um, somebody wrote a grant a couple of years ago and, uh, got this $3,000 maker bot. Wow. Um, Right, exactly. So it sits right in front of my teaching station. <laughs> and so it's like, I'm here, I'm here, I'm not running right, right now, put something in me. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and so I've been building, uh, building cameras that way. Um, and so I, um, I have it up on my Flickr stream right now. Mm. Or actually, I have uh, the 3D model or the 3D rendering, as opposed to the actual camera, but I printed it out today. And uh, so I'm going to take it shooting tomorrow and we'll see. We'll see where the light leaks are. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) That's cool. So so the thing with that is I can uh, once I've got that body, you know, like right now I have a pinhole front on it and I can put a lens front on it. I can do uh, pretty much anything with that body once I once I built it, Mm -hmm. which is which is kind of nice. So uh, so it's so to answer the question, which was, you know, a long time ago, um, the what I look for is something that I can't get elsewhere. Right. You know, that's what that's what I'm looking for in a box. That's what I'm looking for in a body um, uh, is is a format, uh, uh, something that I can't get elsewhere. Right. Good. Yeah, because I I, I've I've been shooting with that with a five by seven. And I'm, yeah. I'm already tired of dealing with uh, film holders. Yeah. And that's why yeah. when, I, when I found that peanut Mr. Planner's thing, I opened it up. And, right. I, and, I, and I have a little tiny tape measure that I always have in my pocket, man. It's, it's a little bit bigger than maybe about the size of like two stamps. Okay, uh, sure. It's from like probably the 60s. It was my granddad's. Super small little tape measure. And I, I always have that thing with me. But as soon as I found it, I pulled it out and I measured it. I was like, you know, looking at it real close. I was like, okay, five seven i was like oh yeah okay yeah, oh. <laughs> perfect yeah. and people are looking at me like i'm weird you know so yeah i am weird but whatever you know but yeah it, well so so that would be then a, a one shot yeah it's you, a one you, shot yeah yeah and um I, the picture that i made with it the other day on my porch i think it's gonna be perfect i mean like uh i sent mark a, a, a quick um i use the uh the film lab app 
Right. Uh, yeah, and yeah. So I just hold it. I just hold the negative up to the window uh, with the blinds pulled down, you know, so that it kind of diffuses a little bit. Just take a picture of it so sure. you can just kind of see, you know. I sent a picture to Mark, and um, I thought it looked good. I mean, I was like, wow, it's, yeah. it's just as good as, you know, as, as anything else, I think. And it's in 5 by 7 Because yeah. I want to start to be able to just go straight into contact printing from 5 by 7 I don't want to have to get it in a larger. Sure. So my plan, sure. is to, my plan is to make a camera for every format that I want so that I can just shoot it how I want, and then I can just do contact prints. Right. Yeah, that sounds that sounds good. I'm uh, I'm one of those people. I I spent a lot of time in the dark room in college. Um, I, I was one too. of those. Yeah, I was I was one of those guys who worked in the dark room when I wasn't in the dark room. You know, uh, doing my stuff, doing assignments. And one of the one of the things that I'm I, now right now I don't do any printing wet. I I don't have the facilities. I don't have a dark room. I don't have a place for a dark room in my house. Right. I probably do, but my wife says I don't, you know. Um, <laughs> That's why I'm out in the garage, so I feel you, man. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't have a garage. Oh, I, mean, wow. I, I have a sh- I have a shed in Florida, so I don't Yikes. know what, you know, 98 degree yeah, deck tall will do, and, you know, and, but and snakes. <laughs> snakes, <laughs> right, exactly. Um but the um the thing about being in the dark room that I just drove me nuts um when i was there you know back in the 80s and 90s was um uh retouching the the print with you know the, the my dusty print my dusty name oh with the pens and the paint yeah 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 and um and so i use a hybrid system i scan i have a an epson and i scan and um you know uh at at worst you know six minutes uh, with the magic wand or the magic um, uh, healing brush tool. Oh, and you're done. And I'm and I'm done. Yeah, sure. I'm done. Contact prints, you'll never see that dust. But unless it's really something big. And if it's that big, yeah. you pretty much just look on it. Look at the glass or look at your right. negative and just find it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But right. a lot of that dusty kind of little particle stuff, yeah, you're right. You don't see it. Yeah. Yeah. And, that, uh, and, and that's attractive. Uh, I like that idea. Um I do have a rule, though, uh, just for myself, and and this is not for anybody else, and that is, um, you know, to limit the gas a little bit. I have limited myself um, to uh, 120 and smaller roll film, uh, just simply because, you know, buying the tanks, buying the, you know, buying more gear. Yeah. I've I've already got enough more gear. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I I know that more gear thing, man, when... Last, right. last week I went through a phase of like I was ordering something every day because I was going to try and do right. the five by sevens taco style. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and yeah. it didn't fit in my uh, Patterson uh, single one twenty tank. Uh-huh. So I'm like, oh, I got to buy a Patterson three tank that'll hold two one yeah. twenties, and then I order that, and then I order, and it just ah, it was a mess. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's a that's kind of that's kind of my limitation on things, but. You know, um, I one of the first pinhole cameras I built uh, about two, three years ago, uh, I was looking at all of these pinhole cameras that had the curved back. And uh-huh. I think Vermeer was coming out with the curved back curve, you know, yeah. and I thought, oh, that looks really good. I have no idea how to build that. Right. And I'm and I'm thinking about, OK, so I build it. And as soon as I start to wind the film on, it just kind of squirts out, you know. Uh. And and so so what I did was I came up with this camera that i've shot exactly one time uh and this is rather than uh rather than going with the curved back i went with essentially a faceted back so i had a section uh 
what I did was I put 120 reels that were vertically in the back of the camera. So it would have the supply reel. It would come through a reel and go on about a, a 30 degree turn mm-hmm. and it would go over to another reel and a 30 degree turn back up to the supply. So it, think about a mirror when you're you're trying on a suit. So yeah. you got one in front, one on the side and another one on the side. Right. So so it was a three faceted image. And uh, and I went and shot that and I really got good results. But uh, oh. but I haven't taken it out. So it's almost again. a triptych then. Right. Yeah, yeah, right. It's That's what I was thinking, Mark. Yeah, yeah. thank you. <laughs> yeah, um, and it's um, and it, and the thing about that, this is the great thing about pinhole, is that you know if you did that with lenses, you know half that, you know a curve back it, it, lenses make the film focal plane yeah exactly flat mm-hmm. right? I mean, right. That's that's what they spent you know hundreds of years working on that and they got it right yeah so you so you can't do that with a lensed camera but with this you know so so the two sides are looking at the world through an oval wow okay because because it's not it's not straight out of of the circular hole and so there there were a, a little a couple of little effects there um, and, uh, and, and it was, um, uh, yeah, it's a good, it's a good, I got I'll take it out and shoot it. I'm looking at it right now. Uh, it's sitting <laughs> in, sit in the box and it's ugly. It is. Ugly. Oh yeah. Send uh, me I, a picture of it so I can put it on the sure, Instagram sure, page so everybody knows what it looks like. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I'll, and I'll take out the, the front so you guys can see. I, see down into it i've got so. that curse cool. graham a- anytime we talk about a camera i i gotta take that out the next day you know yeah <laughs> exactly exactly so so that's um uh that's one of the and, and those types of things that's one of the things i love about the freedom of the pinhole so mm-hmm. you can do all these crazy things you can you know you can get the anamorphic um you know, where, where the film is wrapped around a cylinder in the center. Sure. Um, so one of the, one of the guys, uh, um, I'll be talking about a little bit later in our shout outs. Um, he, he never has a flat plane, uh, in anything. It's all twisted. It's all, you know, and he just gets some of the most compelling work that, uh, that I see regularly. Cool. So, so that, that type of thing, um, you know, you can't do that with a lens. You can do it with a lens, but it's all going to be kind of, you know, you're going to get this really deep out of focus area for, for a lot of it. Kind of wonky. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I gotcha. So. Cool. Well, uh, you guys want to take a break and we'll be right back. Okie doke. So what has everybody gotten out and uh, shot this week? Is any Mark, I know uh, you had a little – what did you get into this last week? Well, um, my little town does a uh, Wednesday get-together of a classic cars at uh, one of the restaurants. So I moseyed on over and took uh, – I had a uh, handmade debonair. I had uh, – with some slide film. And I also had an undo six by six with some black and white uh, film. Awesome. But I had, I had some frustration because uh, 
normally when I take out two cameras, sometimes I'll use an app on one and then I'll just use a light meter and my notes on another. So I, I don't really get confused, but I just was using the phone app for both cameras and yep. I sure is mixed up settings. And so I hope something comes out. <laughs> oh yeah. What were you like doing kind of like low shots of cars or just, yeah, kind of... I, I was doing, I, I only had a little, uh, I only had like a two and a half inch tripod and then I had a, like a six inch tripod. So I was kind of running off that. A two and a half inch tripod. That's, that's really small. Yeah, it is. It's, it's a little, uh, Manfrotto. It, it kind of, has two legs, uh, two legs in the front, one leg in the back, and spaced, and they kind of fold into each other like teeth. I so got you. it's it's a real tiny pocket. So yeah, I, I hoping something turns out. I don't sure normally run that way. You're right. How about yourself? Um. Yeah, I, I went today and took pictures, uh, and I had the same frustration because I had three cameras going. I don't know yeah. why I decided to do that, but I had. Two, uh, I had a, a regular reality, uh, reality, so so six by six. Then I had the, the reality six by six F, and mm-hmm. then I had my zero image 2000. And I All had very uh, different, yeah, everything was, yeah. I had black and white and the six by six. Uh, then I had uh, expired Velvia and the six by six F, and then I had regular Ektar and uh zero image mm-hmm. so i got so mad man because the rea- the realities wind to the right mm-hmm. and the zero image winds to the left and they all have the same uh aperture except for pinhole size except for the six by six f which is you know i don't know it's 161 or something and the other right. ones are like 138 so they're close enough yeah, close enough. Uh, but I, yeah, I was, I was going back and forth and winding and going back. And I was shooting one camera. I'm like, I just shot, I just shot, you know, I was on frame seven. And why am I, you know, why am I back on five, you know? And so like, oh. <laughs> it was really bad. I mean, like I had to stop and like take them all out and lay them on the ground and pick them up and look at them and be like, okay, I know I've only shot three with this one. And, you know, it shouldn't be on two, and, <laughs> you know, like. Uh, and so this is this is in this big southern style uh, graveyard uh, with uh-huh. lots of with lots and lots of like you know hundred year old azaleas and all this wisteria. So there's all this tourist walking around, you know, visiting uh, visiting this graveyard because there's a bunch of famous graves there or whatever, you know. And so like I'm I'm this weird guy standing there with three little boxes on the ground at my feet, um, talking to them, uh, you know, and and winding them and turning them and putting one down and, and figuring it out. And, you know, and, and uh, I, I'm sure I look like a crazy person, but I don't know. We'll see. I think I'm going to cross process that slide film. It's expired. I haven't, I've, I haven't shot very much cross process like that. I don't know. I just never really got into it, but I figured I'd give it a try. So yeah, we'll see what happens. Grandma, did you, did you get any, any yeah. shooting done? Um, I actually, uh, got some shooting done and, and some developing. Uh, I'd, I'd had about a, five weeks without any developing, so I had 11 rolls that I did all at once. Um, wow. But one of, the, one of the things I had was, um, I, I love the 645 format. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. I thought, why can't I do a 35 millimeter in that same 645, which I, I, I was thinking today is the same 
same kind of aspect ratio as you get with half half frame you know mm-hmm. uh, yeah, those this, little half frame cameras I, I the 72 exposure ones. yeah right yeah right yeah. so um it's a little it's um it, it's you know it's not quite as tall to the to the to the wide um if you're looking at a portrait size so so i made a a, a pinhole camera um you know again a a, a printed one a 3d printed one mm-hmm. and the problem was that my front plate the front plate the aperture okay so the opening for the pinhole i i made a little uh i think five millimeter hole or something like that in the front plate and then i put the pinhole behind that and then i have a little swing shutter mm-hmm. and, right and the problem was that that the angle of view and that thickness it was a two millimeter or maybe three millimeters thickness of plastic in the front I it vignetted all of the oh. shots. So, oh, wow. so well, well, the good news is it, it's a removable plate. So all I have to do is reprint it. You know, I can oh, re- cool. reprint that and just slide it back in. And it was it was a success. Um, and part of the deal, what I was trying to do with this was try to design a little click counter um, so I could count the sprockets going by. And, uh-huh. uh, and that worked for half a roll until that little click sheared off <laughs> oh, bummer so you know back to the drawing board uh yeah. you know but so uh, so i got a couple of good uh a couple of good shots um right. i haven't processed them yet but uh i scanned some and yeah. uh and so cool. i i consider it successful it's just part of the process of getting better yeah right so true that's right but we all it's gonna happen <laughs> one way or the other you know so speaking of sprockets, I uh, have been putting a few pictures up on our Instagram page of uh, sprocket images, mm-hmm. and I've had two or three people really like them and have commented on them, and we've been talking back and forth about it. So I want to do a little, uh, a small little, I don't know, kind of like a little contest I get about, I guess about... Um, a sprocket exposure. We're going to call it. We're going to call it the lensless podcast sprocket exposure contest. <laughs> um, so, if you want to take some pictures with pinhole with sprocket, it'd be thirty-five millimeter, of course. Um, uh, let me know. Uh, and what I'm going to do is uh, talk about it on the next show. But go ahead and start getting your camera ready and start getting an idea how you want to go about doing it. And then next week, I'll do like a. I guess like a formal call for it, you know, we'll let it go for a couple of weeks or whatever. Uh, and then whoever wins, you know, I'll send them a couple of rolls of film or something, but um, yeah, I like that sprocket look and I want to try it because I've, I've never really done, done it before. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that'd be fun. One of the things that, uh, that I found uh, shooting sprockets um, is um, the less information printed over the sprockets, sprocket area the better this is for my aesthetic so and film or excuse me color film has tons of barcodes and stuff like yeah that. I, was, I was going to say you mean like little numbers and the little clicks and dashes and right that they got going on right um you know what's what's great uh double x um uh kodak double x mm-hmm. i think is um uh is good for that because uh, it has almost no information just a serial number Oh really? Yeah. yeah. There you go, everybody. Kodak Double X. If you want to win, use Kodak Double <laughs> X. 
Uh, that's cool. Yeah. So, I, so get your cameras together, get an idea of what you want to do for that. Uh, you know, we'll take a week and get your materials together and figure it out and come up with a camera or whatever. Uh, and then we'll start. Um, and I, and I won't be the only one judging them. We'll find somebody else to judge them too. So that, uh, I don't win and just give the film back to myself. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> saves on postage, right? Yeah. Saves on postage. <laughs> We're all about trying to save right here. Um, so let's see what else, Mark. We we got a couple of emails. Um, right, got one from Colby. Yes. So uh, Colby writes us, uh, "Dear Corey and Mark, thank you for starting up the podcast. As someone who's getting back to pinhole after a one year plus absence of photography, the podcast is a breath of fresh air." Uh, Colby goes on to say that uh, his weapons of choice are the zero image six nine and the reality so subtle four by five. All right. All right. Oh man. <laughs> Okay, um, well, for film, he says, well, whatever I can get my hands on, if I had my druthers, uh, it'd be older Ektar 100, so I can read the paper backing for the 6x9 and the Velvia 50 or 100. Right. Uh, he says, there's something so fun about getting a roll or a sheet of E6 from the lab and just opening it up as soon as you can and viewing the shots. Continue the solid work, folks. Uh, Colby from Seattle. And if you want to see any of Colby's work, you can see him on, uh, looks like Instagram at B with three E's. Yeah. And uh, I wanted to address something that uh, Colby brought up about the uh, zero image six by nine and Ektar. Um, yes, Kodak does have issues with the, the, the numbers now. Placement doesn't necessarily line up with some of the cameras. Um, I just want to give a little tip. I also have the six by nine by zero image. And when you slide the door, they have the three different windows. There's top for the six, four, five, middle for the six by six and the bottom for the six by nine. And what I do is I go with the six, four, five numbers and just do all the evens. So I count by the evens, you know, just advance two, four, six and so forth. And the spacing is just perfect for me I, I see it a little bit better and i get my images awesome um, yeah I, I tend to do that with a lot of the films too because the way the camera's designed by the six by nine a lot of the the frames bleed into one another so if you don't want that just going with the six four five at an even count just kind of works period cool kobe colby there you go buddy hope that works for you mark is uh mark knows his stuff he's He's on it, yeah. <laughs> uh, what, cool. Do you have our other level, Corey? Uh, we got an email from from Andrew Bartram. Uh, Andrew is uh, at War Warboy Snapper on Instagram, and he says, "Corey and Mark, well done for making such a great start. It's a difficult task hosting a weekly show. The Sony guys have it nailed with three presenters and loads of guests." Really enjoyed episode three and all the recommended photographers make superb images and I interact with them across the internet. Great advice about the gels inside camera. We'll do that with my reality so subtle six by 12 once some kind person posts them to me. Well, Andrew, as we speak right now, uh, they are hurling across the North Atlantic, colliding with air, air molecules flying towards you. So, you should have it pretty soon. Uh, and I had to go through quite the dilemma at the post office to get them to you guys because the addresses for the UK, the P, they just looked at me like I was crazy. 
uh, and I had to explain everything that was in the packages. So I won't tell you what's in the packages right now. I'll tell you next week after they get them. But the look on the guy's face when I was telling him what was in the packages and why I was sending them, uh, he looked at me like I was just this crazy person. Uh, and yeah, they and then they proceeded to take the packages, do the thing where they sniff it for you know <laughs> all the bombs and uh, you know fire materials or whatever you know what I mean. So that was quite an ordeal, but I'll talk about that later. So. He says the he goes on to say that the crazy tripod you were discussing is made by a company called Bimbo, and the legs are hinged in a line along a bent bolt, making it some weird thing to use Bimbo bent bolt. So I had one years ago, but sold it as I as it did my head in. I hardly ever go out without a tripod now. Great advice to ditch it. I I I mean they're fun, you know, then they have their purposes, but I think if you leave it in the car you'll get uh some different pictures from time to time, you know. Um, other news, other news, he goes on to say, other news is I have nearly finished the second roll in the Get Swap Terrapin camera and will hand it over to Diane Peterson when she sort over to Norwich for the pinhole meetup soon. Supreme, supreme excited to be taking part in that. The UK host is Alex Yates, who could, who, who also hosted a pinhole podcast a couple of years ago a super nice bloke and a talented pinholer. And he has the, uh, the, the exhibit in Norwich, I think for pinhole, uh, that's going on with world, worldwide pinhole photography day. That's yeah. where, um, Monty's going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's, she's going there for that. So let's see what else, uh, keep up the good work. If you get past episode 10, you should last the distance. Remember you need co-hosts and guests. Cheers, Mr. C, Andrew Bartram. So there you go, Andrew. Your gels are on the way. Thanks for the email. Your gels are on the way, and we are excited about doing the Get Swap program also. Eventually, it'll get here. Mark, you're getting it first, though, right? No, I think you – oh, no, I might get it first. Yeah, yeah. I think you do get it first because it comes to me after you, after uh, Singapore or wherever it's going, Thailand or something. Yeah. Yeah, then it's going over there. So I'm still like number eight, so Andrew was number one, so I imagine it's going to be a little while. Yeah, it's still going to be a little bit, huh? Yeah. Gotcha. Um, So with all of the podcasts that have been coming out about film photography uh, here recently, Graham, you have uh, started a a cool idea, so why don't you – let everybody know about it. And yeah, um, so here, here's the deal here, and here's the logic behind it. Um, uh, I just recently, about a month ago, came across um, the Sunny Sixteen podcast, and you know they were probably at that time eighty five episodes in, and I've got frustrated because you know I could have had a couple of years worth of podcasts to listen. Well, I'm now have them. I'm I'm doing the backlog, but I could have been listening to them for a couple of years. So, um, so I decided to, uh, create, uh, a website called, uh, filmpodcastnetwork.com, filmpodcastnetwork.com. And, and I just registered it tonight and there's a one page WordPress site up. So don't, don't criticize my, my design skills here, but, (laughs) um, uh, the idea is I'm going to put up, uh, as many film experimental, um, you know, uh, uh, 
uh, us freaks of the uh, of the photography world who have not bought the latest Sony Seven S, uh, forty eight Ma- megapixel uh, Mark three hundred. Mark three hundred. Um, <laughs> that is now obsolete. Oh, you bought it last yeah, week. Right. Okay. So Too bad. so any and I shouldn't I I shouldn't down those people. They do a lot of great photography, but yeah, uh, totally. and I and I don't mean to down them, but but that's not the world I'm in. Um, I'm in yeah, I'm right. in that film world. I'm in that that experimental world. And uh, so anyway, th- those are the kinds of things that that uh, that I want to list. And um, you know, uh, the the more podcasts you want to be listed with me, just send me an email, Graham. At and it's spelled. I gotta uh, let you guys know. Uh, it's Graham spelled the proper way, which is G R A H A M, not that <clears throat> sunbeam. Who's the other guy that we oh, know? Named I, I, Graham. You know, I don't. Know. <clears throat> it, I mean, yeah, it's pronounced the same way, but you know, it's it's one of those creative spellings. Uh, so anyway, uh, but it's Graham G R A H A M at filmpodcastnetwork.com. And uh, I'll put put up your your podcast. So so, you know, like, like here's the deal is that uh, listening to uh, the Sunny 16 podcast today, I was clued into the C41 podcast. That's not the full name, um, but I just uh, it just added that. And Matt Melcher's uh, box of cameras. Yeah. So cameras, so yeah. I mean, those are podcasts that I could have been listening to. Uh, you know, again, that I just stumbled ac- uh, upon because uh, the the sunbeams were kind enough to uh, to promote them. Um, and sure. um, you know, let's let let's you know make it a make it a real network. So um, so anyway, if you have a podcast out there, um, uh, you know, drop me a line, and uh, and I'll put it up there, and um, uh, and we'll you know do a little description. And um, we'll we'll get it up, and then we won't be without material. You know, we'll we'll always have some podcasts to listen to. Sure, that's so, great. Yeah, that sounds awesome. And and as far as the Sunny Sixteen podcast goes, they're all yeah. really great people, except for <clears throat> yeah, Graham. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. I, I've been listening. I've been listening to them for a really long time. So yeah, I like giving Graham a hard time and giving him a little bit of. Give him a little bit of guff, but yeah. he's he's a good guy too. They're I, all they're really good. I will good. tell you, awesome. I um, uh, started a Flickr group called Grams with Cameras, and it was for anybody named Graham, Uh-oh. first name Graham, last name Graham. <laughs> but since he didn't spell it properly, <laughs> oh, he was he was, he out. was out. No, I'm going to send him an invitation because, uh, yeah. So uh, anyway, <laughs> he uh, <laughs> cool. All right, well let's uh, let's take a break. Okay. And we'll be back in just a second. So that is going to be it for this show. Uh, we're going to do our little segment where we kind of talk about some um, uh, shout outs and go over some accounts that we like. Uh, and we can tell everyone to uh, go ahead and do yours. Okay. Um, uh, lately, I've been inspired by. Um, photo mom one two three four on instagram uh yeah. i really like her style um she's got a, a far as i know she's just running with a little ondo and just 
taken out and experimenting and she develops it at her herself. So I think that's pretty cool of her. And then um, the other one I like to mention is analog wooden box on Instagram. That one's pretty cool because mm. uh, mm -hmm. whoever's behind that feed is taking a little ondu all around the world of uh, Hawaii and Greece and taking these great landscapes of vol uh, volcanoes and beaches and stuff like that. So that's kind of inspiring for the spring. Right. Yeah, that sounds neat. So they're taking their cameras to all these wonderful, beautiful yeah, places that we are not at. It still kind of gets me motivated. <laughs> yeah, no, totally, man. Yeah, no, yeah. It just sucks, you know, especially when you're like in small towns. Uh, I, I don't know what your situation is, Graham, but, you know, it's kind of like where it is around here for me. It's like I really have to like work to like. Yeah, I'm going to go take pictures, you know what I mean? I got to go find something, which which involves driving around for a while, you know, and kind of like you really have to be observant. And I, with pinhole stuff, I really have to be observant and like see a scene that I think would look better under like, oh, or this area would look really bad if it was foggy. And then like, sure, it's foggy, yeah. I'll come back to it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, so much of that going on. But um, so on Instagram, uh, I've been following uh, an account um, and it goes by um, – Yohol, Y-A-H-O-L on Instagram. And that's, I'm going to say his name wrong. And I'm sorry, Pepe, but Pepe Canabata, Can Um But he does these uh, like self-portraits with four by fives. And he always looks like he's sitting, but he doesn't have a chair. He just has his hands on his knees and I like squat. That's kind of cool. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, he does it everywhere, man. It's, it's, you Go check him out, man. I, I, I always like seeing his pictures. It's, it's, I don't know if he's, has somebody behind the camera helping him out oh, or if he's doing them himself, I'm not sure. But his account is on Instagram is at Yehol, Y-A-H-O-L. Um, so go, go have a look at his stuff. And the other one I, I stumbled across is um, Mariah McDonald. And she is an, uh, an artist, and I think she is uh, a teacher. Maybe I might be wrong about that. But she is doing a um, – she did is looking for – uh, anybody who wants to do uh, like an open call, she's sending out light, light sensitive pieces of uh, paper. I think it is uh, in a blackout bag. And you, I think it's like a postcard or something and you take it and expose it. However you want to, you know, are you guys familiar with like doing photographs sure. on paper? It's, it's kind of the same thing, but she wants you to just to do whatever you want to do with it outside, uh, whatever you want to do with it. You know, like I've, I watched a video that she had, that she did. And some people were holding it in rain. Uh, some people were uh, doing kind of like photograms with like local stuff, like whatever uh, leaves or, you know, foliage or fauna or whatever you can find in, in your area. Uh, and then she's going to kind of compile it all together and do some kind of a book or something. I'm not sure, but uh, go check her out because she's, she's uh, will send you uh, the, the piece of, um, photosensitive paper that she's doing this on for free uh and i think she includes a mailer so she just wants you to do it and she's she's doing everything else and so just send it back to her huh. uh so that's at moriah mcdonald m-o-i-r-a dot m-c-d-o-n it's a great concept uh, yeah yeah it's kind of cool so i told her i was like i got lots of pollen right now so <laughs> she said whatever man that's cool you know no, no worries so Go give that a check out if you get a second. Yeah. Graham, you got any? Uh, yeah, I've got, got a couple. Some people? Um, 
the first one I, I mentioned him a, a little bit earlier. Um, uh, th- these are on Flickr. I'm a I'm a Flickr guy, and okay. um, the yeah right exactly. Hey, yeah. uh, you know I've been uh, favoriting those th- uh, three eyed monster uh, shots forever. <laughs> um, so uh, Yuji Takahashi and Yuji is Y U U J I and Takahashi. Um, you know, we don't even have to spell that. That's spelled just the way it sounds. <laughs> and what he does is right. he build, I mean, he's, it's all homemade, handmade. Um, and every image is twisted and distorted. And, you know, he's never has a, a flat film plane uh, on any of them. Mm. And um, it's, it's some really nice work. Um my uh my second is a guy named Carl Richards um and he's on Flickr and you can get him at g hyphen a hyphen p on Flickr and Carl Richards makes these incredible pinhole cameras the he'll he'll make out of wood a pinhole camera that you swear is um just you know uh a Hasselblad made out of oak Wow, and they're just oh wow. brass and beautiful wood, and they're as much a work of art as what he shoots with them. And he and he shoots uh, uh, a lot of pictures, and they all have he all has a, a he has a tint to each one. So I don't know if he tones them or or tints them in uh, right. Photoshop. Um, but uh, the last one is a guy named Bernie Vanderwall, and he's just um, and his uh, flicker is b v a n w a l and um he has been uh he just puts out uh a pinhole picture every day um and then if you go to his feed um he also does um uh these notebooks these collages and notebooks that are uh, remind me a lot of if you remember the dan eldon uh, notebook uh, book that came out maybe about um, 15 years ago, uh, the notebooks of Dan Eldon, but it's the, just this thing really interesting. Like he paints um, and he has, you know, stuff taped in there and he writes in it and that stuff's really nice. But um, I've, I've been loving his um, pinhole work for, for a very long time. So yeah, those are, uh, those are three really cool. good people to follow. Yeah, I interact with Bernie awesome. too. He's Let's he's got some out. great Yeah. Yeah. He, all the cool kids right? are on Flickr. <laughs> cool well, I haven't you know, yeah, I'll tell you, um uh I didn't uh, I got on um Instagram because um the sunbeams keep pushing it. And it's like I yeah. it's I can't I'm in the middle of the forest and all I see are trees, you know. Uh, so I'm going to have to figure it out. Yeah. It's kind of just, I've, I'm kind of under the, uh, thought process of just pick one, right? (laughs) Just pick one platform, you know, like I'm not even into Facebook at all, but, uh, awesome. So, Hey, Graham, why don't you, uh, let everybody know where to find your podcast, where to find your work at. And the film podcast yeah. network. Um, uh, so our podcast is Homemade Camera Podcast. Um, and we have a website for that as well. And it's homemadecamera.com. Um, 
you can find also the Film Photography Podcast Network. Um, and that is at, and I've got to put my glasses on to read it there, filmpodcastnetwork.com. Uh, and that's brand new. Um, and then uh, if you want to look at my work, um, I'm on Flickr. And the easiest way to find me, uh, you can search through my for my name, um, but the easiest way to find me is Freezer of Photons. And it's all jammed together, all one word, Freezer of Photons. And, um, cool. and you'll get to my feed. Awesome. And uh, if you want to uh, get in touch with me, you can do so on Instagram at Pinhole Cannon. Or on Instagram, you can check out uh, the Lensless Podcast uh, at the Lensless Podcast on Instagram. Uh, and the show's email is the Lensless Podcast at yahoo.com. Uh, so you can get in touch with us that way. And I'm on Three Eyed Monster Mark? on Instagram, Twitter, and Flickr. The same yep. across all platforms, right? Well, one, one, one I have exactly to spell it out because somehow somebody got to it first. Oh, uh, yeah. Bummer. All right. So just to uh, recap everything real fast, we have the, the sprocket, uh, the sprocket image uh, contest, I guess is what we're going to call it coming up. So get that ready. Uh, and worldwide pinhole photography day is uh, at the end of the month, and I'm going to be in Durham with Andre Dominguez. Uh, he's from the Negative Positive podcast. He's everybody's yeah. Sunday night favorite co-host, uh, Andre Dominguez. I think I'm going to be meeting up with him. So if you're in North Carolina and you want to meet up, we're going to meet up. I'm going to bring some cameras with me, uh, maybe do some people's portraits, uh, and just have fun and yeah. And do some photography. So if you want to do that, let me know. Yeah, hopefully uh, Andre's finger right. will be healed by then, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think it is. I think he's good. Yeah, he. Uh, all right. He's going to be all right. Uh, yeah. So, like always, we'll say uh, thank you. Thank you for coming on, Graham. Uh, and yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Thanks, thanks very for much for on, having me. And thank you guys for starting a pinhole podcast because I'm in. <laughs> Great. Thank you. Awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, everybody have a great week, uh, and we will talk to you guys next week, okay? See you later. Goodbye. See you later. Bye.